podcast where the Chatfield girls try and guess their shy sister Shelley's opinions on a variety of topics. My name is Holly Chatfield Flanagan, and with me is... Shelley Chatfield Allison. And finally, we have... Julie Chatfield Miller. Do-do-do-do, it's 2020, everyone. We did it. We've been podcasting for two decades. Ah! <laughs> when Julie was in middle school, we said, let's start a podcast. We've got this old barn. Let's start a podcast. I was still in middle school, too. That's right. You were in eighth grade. Oh, my goodness. Memories. But I think we should note 2020 for a different reason, not because of our two-decade-long history. (laughs) (laughs) Something even better than that. I think we should make 2020 the year of the submission. And not of submission, like I want to submit, because anyone who listens to this podcast knows I never submit. (laughs) (laughs) Never give up, never surrender. (laughs) That's Holly's motto. Texas forever. Clear eyes, full heart, can't lose. (laughs) No, of the submission, I think we should make 2020 be the year that every week we do a topic that has been submitted to us by someone in the Shelley gang. And if you're not in the Shelley gang, just be in it. Join it forever. Yeah, it means everyone can except me. Which, I mean, (laughs) is the premise of the podcast anyways, right? So you can't ever know the topic before we tell you. On the recording. (laughs) What I should just do is preemptively just like suggest everything in the world and then you'll never be able to do anything. (laughs) Hey, Shelly, how about you suggest everything in the world right now? Let's just get it out of the way. (laughs) How does that feel to your anxious heart? (laughs) If it was like, okay, Shelly, you have to at the second make a comprehensive list of everything in the world. That would be very stressful for me. Hopefully for everyone. Hopefully I'm not the only one who would feel stressed by that. But see, I would feel challenged. (laughs) I think most people would feel like that was not a serious request. (laughs) And I would take it too seriously and never rest or sleep until I made a list of everything in the world. Never submit. But I I just wanted to run it across you girlos before I opened it up to the Shelly gang. Should 2020 be the year of the submission? I think so. Yes. I think the small the small committee needs uh, to become a giant committee of everyone but Shelly. <laughs> <laughs> a giant, huge, faceless committee. <laughs> We're going to have to get a bigger barn for everyone to meet in. <laughs> because right now the small committee meets in a very tiny barn. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's a little doghouse barn. <laughs> Uh, that's the topic for today (laughs) doghouse barns could it be a chicken coop because i know a lot about chicken coops right now uh your 11 year old son wants to have chickens we've talked about it on the podcast before but guess what uh you're scared of chicken shelly I'm so scared. No, but Santa Santa must have been listening to the podcast because he got my son a book about raising backyard chickens. And my son has decided he must take it upon himself to memorize the book. So that way, whenever we do get chickens, he'll be ready. <laughs> and there's blueprints in there for three different kinds of chicken coops and runs. Oh, perfect. So if it was a barn-shaped chicken coop, I'd be set. But I just have to build it for you and then walk away because I'm not allowed. In the barn. That's true. (laughs) 
How about you be the bouncer and anyone who's not you can come in? <laughs> cool. That's very inclusive of you. <laughs> Just, you want to get in here? Okay, come on in. <laughs> I'm the only one who can't go in, so I just have to keep myself out. And then a quandary, a walking mirror comes up and looks right oh, at no. you. Oh, no. Oh, no. I have to punch its lights out. (laughs) (laughs) I don't think that's what bouncers do. Yeah, they do. (laughs) If they see someone they don't want in, they just punch their lights out. (laughs) That's how how they work, right? (laughs) I would love to see you try to punch someone's lights out. (laughs) I probably could do it if that person was a walking mirror. (laughs) I don't know. You'd probably be like, I'm going to hurt myself. (laughs) And I'm going to hurt you. And then you would just both be standing there. (laughs) Who is this girl I see? (laughs) (laughs) Speaking of who, who is the person who is going to start off the year of the submission? I know. Julie knows. Shelly, do you know? No. We had someone stand up in the barn. And say, I submit the first topic for 2020. And the small committee whispered, whispered on the stage and nodded in agreement. <laughs> and then and then they looked at her and then nodded at her. And then she nodded back and then and then did a 360 and nodded to everyone in the <laughs> audience. And they nodded back at her. This sounds like a very I'm glad I don't have to be in this committee. It sounds complicated. It's like uh, we're all wearing hoods of some kind. <laughs> No, just hoodies. <laughs> hoodies that say yuck madness on them. <laughs> Shelly, would you like to know today's topic? Yes. Today's topic is crystals. Ooh. <laughs> Submitted by Lindsay Reed of the Spooky Spouses podcast, Honorary Chatfield Sister. Hooray. She submitted hooray. the topic crystals and... Julie said, I don't think we can do that one because who's anti-crystals? And then I said, don't worry. I know. (laughs) I've got that covered. (laughs) Julie is going to be giving you the pro reasons why you should like crystals. I'm going to be doing the anti-reasons why you shouldn't. And we don't have a sister expert this week. So, Shelly, you are going to have to call upon the powers of the crystals or not crystals to figure it out. (laughs) So there's so there's crystals and anti-crystals. <laughs> it's like matter and antimatter. Obviously. Okay. Aquabat and antibat. <laughs> On the Aquabat Super Show, the, the delightful children's show about the Aquabats uh band that we like. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Uh, they had an episode called the Antibats where there was a group who wore a similar costume to them, but it was in black. And uh-huh. they had to fight each other. That's all. <laughs> cool. <laughs> Julie, will you please tell Shelly the amazing reasons why she should like crystals? Yes, I will. And uh, I had I had my own expert on my side. Um, my seven-year-old Theo is a crystals fanatic. <laughs> That's true. He is a fan. He loves crystals. He loves anything shiny and sparkly and wonderful. He has for like his whole life. Oh, yes. It's definitely his thing. His niche. (laughs) 
And so I asked him what the best thing about crystals were. Uh, the first thing he said was, expensive. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't realize that's why he liked them so much. I didn't realize he was all about that money, honey. <laughs> well, he, his other reasons go along with that. Um, it's because you don't find a lot of them. They're very rare. Uh-huh. His words were, you don't find them a lot. <laughs> I don't. He was right. So I think he likes, he just really appreciates rare things, which makes them more expensive. You know how it goes. Supply and demand. Yes. Economics. Crystals. <laughs> <laughs> also, he said, you don't find big ones a lot, which is so true. That is true. Square cut or pear shaped or big ones, these rocks don't lose their shape. <laughs> you also don't find them in the wild that big very much. <laughs> that's the part of the song that's like, they. she says it really quick under her breath a little bit. <laughs> Wait, what song is this? Diamonds are oh, girl's gosh. best friend. But we aren't talking about diamonds. <laughs> well, guess what? Diamonds are crystals. <gasps> Yeah. Is this one of those squares and rectangles things? Yes. So crystals is the umbrella and diamonds fall under that umbrella. Are all gems a crystal? Guys, here's what crystals are. (laughs) Earlier before we pressed record, Julie told me that I would be learning something and I was so angry. Am I the only one of us who never took a geology class in college? You never took geology? No, I was busy taking other sciences. Geography. (laughs) And soft sciences, yes. That's why they call it a GE. Any class that starts with GE. (laughs) Rubies are crystals. Yes. We in this family happen to like rubies because we have a daughter named Ruby. And I I like them because it's my birthstone. <gasps> That's right. I like them because it's the color of my grill that I got for my teeth. <laughs> I thought you were going to say it was the color of your energy. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's true, too. It's the color of a lot of your things, Holly. That's <laughs> yeah, true. <laughs> Guys, opal is a crystal. And we like opal in this family because my other daughter's middle name is opal. And those are very, uh, those are the gem the national gem of australia and they are julie's birthstone no i don't know (laughs) (laughs) it's actually valley's birthstone is opal and that's her middle name yeah perfect isn't that funny my birthstone is peridot (laughs) (laughs) and you'll never guess what mine is it's aquamarine not that exciting I was like, you're right. I'll never guess. I barely can remember my husband's and son's. I know mine and that's about it. Well, I'm sure they they value that knowledge quite a lot. (laughs) They actually do. And by they, I mean one of them does. Rick, your husband. (laughs) Yes. Kelly, you must know my children's is because they also are born in December. It depends. There's a December actually has like a chalk. They're like a handful because like there's the old fashion and new fashion. My son's a fan of the new fashion because it's turquoise. <gasps> then he is your child. Yes. I, I, I was never really sure until this moment. And also the, the gem Jet. Oh. That's your son's name. 
And it's my son's name, but not spelled the same. There are no gemstones named Jack or Lucy. (laughs) (laughs) I guess unless you, like, bought a one and named it. (laughs) This one's name is Jack. Instead of having a pet rock, you have a pet gemstone <laughs> my children would love that they are still so upset at me that i didn't have like a special snuggly friend plush when i was a child <laughs> so that they can now snuggle it yeah oh goodness i love them so much <laughs> um okay here's a just a quick list of other crystals ready for this salt sugar snowflakes diamonds most other gemstones. End of list. <laughs> Those are the only crystals in the world, the only crystalline structures. Fine, I'll end the list with etc. Oh, okay, Does that make you feel better? <laughs> but guys, can you believe all those things are crystals? I can! How? But how would you even know? You never took geology. She did take chemistry, lots of it. I did, and guess what? You make a lot of molecules. <laughs> you get to know their structures. You make a lot of molecules. You do. <laughs> I never know you had those powers. No, you remember the like balls and sticks? <laughs> oh, yes. And then you put them together and then put a blankie over it and make a fort. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I love those molecule forts. <laughs> That's why everyone wants to be a chemist, because it's the coziest science. So many blanky forts. The second coziest science, all other soft sciences. <laughs> Good one. <laughs> Have you ever seen a little movie called Moana? Yes. Oh, yes, I love it. In that movie, there is a song that perfectly describes crystals. Because they're shiny. (laughs) What else was I going to say about that? (laughs) We're going to talk about how ultimately that crab whose name starts with a T, he was overcome with his love for all things shiny and then was ultimately defeated. (laughs) His love of crystals destroyed him. (laughs) Is that what you're going to talk about? No, I don't know. I don't know. Guys, the baby. Here's my last point. Crystals are good for metaphors. (laughs) (laughs) Crystal clear? Does that ring a bell for anyone? (laughs) Yes. (laughs) And if you think about all the other things that are crystals, like you could call somebody a gem. You're, You're a gem. That means, you know, you know what it means. Like, you're you're beautiful. You're a delight. <laughs> if you call somebody sugar, then they say, how dare you? And they slap your face. <laughs> but they say, oh, but you know what? Crystals are so rare. You don't find them much. <laughs> <laughs> you don't find them a lot. So, Shelly, crystals are great for all the reasons. And I hope that you choose crystals. And if you don't, then you have to get rid of all the crystals in your house. (laughs) All your diamond rings and all your sugar and everything that contains sugar. (laughs) Do I have to also stop being friends with Theo? Yes. That's a high price to pay. Oh, no. (laughs) He's got crystal loyalty. (laughs) 
<laughs> Crystals are thicker than blood. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah. Gross. <laughs> well, blood is thicker than water. It's like A, A is greater than B, B is greater than C. Therefore, crystals are thicker than water. Did you learn that in your chemistry classes? Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. Well, I have a little thing to teach you as well. I ain't no chemistry teacher, but I'll teach you everything I know, Shelly. <laughs> you learned it on the streets. <laughs> All these streets smart about crystals. <laughs> there is a street component to talk about crystals, but... That is not what I will talk about today because we do not condone drug use. Here. <laughs> wow. That's not where I thought you were going with that. <laughs> no, but I I bet you won't figure out where I'm going either with where I am going. I never do. <laughs> <laughs> My first point, Shelly, as to why you should be anti-crystals is they're not practical. I have turned over a new leaf in 2020. Everything in my life is very practical. <laughs> yes, because you were so known for your whimsy before. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm doubling down on my anti-whimsy. <laughs> you thought, you thought, oh, Holly, you're so dreamlike. No. <laughs> Holly's head's always in the clouds. <laughs> what I am is a concrete person. I don't know. I'm a con- I am concrete. What I am is concrete. Concrete also good for metaphors. Yes, very good. But guess what? Concrete is no crystal. I I I don't know actually. I think it's not. I'm pretty sure it's not. Crystals just aren't practical. When you think about crystal things, the things Julia mentioned, diamonds, Diamond sales are going down the drain because millennials realize that crystals aren't practical. Uh, they Things just don't mean the same to us in this new age. Sugar. <laughs> sugar consumption is down and up, but down. <laughs> I will say there's one thing that millennials love about crystals that still isn't practical in my book. And Julie and I talked about it a little bit in the small committee. We talked about how crystals are not practical because they are seen to have uh, healing powers or uh, or powers to to help in some way or hurt. And that is something that millennials seem to be flocking towards. And you know what? Much respect. Anybody who wants to believe in something that helps them and doesn't hurt someone else, I'm totally for. Okay? But the year of 2020 for me is practical. And it's just not practical. <laughs> Mostly because I don't have money for crystal spending. And you know what? I don't have pockets for crystal carrying. I wear leggings every day. <laughs> <laughs> and that's the only use for crystals is carrying them in your pockets. <laughs> Shelly, there are people who carry them in their pockets for good energy or whatever. Uh, if I were to carry crystals, I would put them in like a little leather pouch and wear it around my neck. I think uh-huh. that's how the energy would absorb into my heart easier. There is something like that in the Catholic religion, but it's not crystals, but it is like a little leather pouch. I remember in high school, there was a kid who wore something like that. Oh, yeah? Yeah. And uh, he was very nice and drew very well. His name is Eric. 
Hello, Eric. (laughs) (laughs) Shout out to Eric. (laughs) But crystals, not practical. I just, I am not, when I imagine a crystal in my mind, close your eyes, girlos. Close your eyes, Shelly Gang, and think of a crystal. Is it pink? Mine is like kind of like a rose quartz pink. (laughs) Oh, interesting. Mine's green. (laughs) Oh, no. What what color is mine? (laughs) I should have let you go first, Shelly. You you should have, because now they're poisoned. (laughs) My (laughs) mental crystal is poisoned by your colors. (laughs) So if yours is poisoned, then it's it's like purpley black. (laughs) No, no, no. It's kind of like in Sleeping Beauty when they're trying to change the colors of her dress from pink and blue. And then it kind of like gets like modeled and it's like together. Uh-huh. That's what your crystal looks like, Shelly. <laughs> pink <Yes>. and green. <laughs> uh, and pink to me, just not a practical color. I don't like it. I don't want it. I don't wear it. I don't eat it. <laughs> <laughs> just not practical for my life. My second point as to why you should be anti crystals is. There was a girl named Crystal in my elementary school, and she was in my grade, and I didn't like her very much, but I realize now as an adult that I wasn't very fair to her. I was pretty unreasonable in my expectations, and and so crystals remind me of my terrible past as a bad human being. <laughs> 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 it, it reminds you that you didn't give a girl named Crystal a fair shake. <laughs> so now every crystal haunts you. Yes. <laughs> Person huh. and object. Has she been the only crystal you've ever known? Uh, in person, yes. I There are like a very few in like pop culture that I know about. What about Crystal Castillo? That's right. I didn't give her a fair shake either. I'm mean <laughs> to all crystals, apparently. <laughs> <laughs> well, you are saying why I shouldn't like all crystals right now, so <laughs> there we go. So, Shelly, here's the thing is that I am learning. I'm 34 years old. I'll be turning 35 in a couple of months, and I'm realizing that I was a child who did not appreciate other children being children. I hated it. And <laughs> That wasn't very fair. And everybody's on, you know, their own path and, and, and dealing with stuff that you don't know about. And so I think that maybe you should be anti-crystals because I was anti-crystal. <laughs> so I should be because you are? No, because I was. And then I realized I shouldn't have been. And now I'm haunted forever. So, so I don't need to go to the school of hard knocks. I can learn from you to that. I shouldn't like crystals because I should have liked crystals. No, just don't interact with crystal. Okay, I should ignore crystals so that way I am not reminded of your shame. Or like you won't make the same mistakes that I did. I'll miss 100% of the crystals I don't interact with. (laughs) Exactly. Uh, You won't be mean to any crystals you never meet. Or look at or touch. Wow. (laughs) I have to wear, like, start wearing a sign that's like, if your name is Crystal, please stay away from me. (laughs) No offense. I just don't want to be mean to you. I just am afraid of being mean to you. (laughs) So my third point as to why you should be anti-crystals is they grow unpredictably. And I realize that crystals 
actually like their structure grow pretty predictably. But what I was thinking <laughs> was of like, you know how when you see crystals in a museum or like gems in a museum, they're like real jaggedy and real like every which way growing so scary like that. <laughs> so you're saying their in- inner structure, the the crystalline structure of a crystal, it, that's okay. But if they if they look wacky on like a, a macro scale, like no, no. Yeah, so... They grow unpredictably and therefore can't be replicated reliably, and the scientific method declares that anything unreliable must be destroyed. <laughs> oh, that's the that's the small print of the scientific method. <laughs> oh man! So I think the scientists have kind of like held off on destroying crystals for a little bit, just because like. <laughs> They're coming up with the perfect game plan. And Shelly, I think you should be anti-crystals because I think you are the key that they've been waiting for. <laughs> so because crystals are so unpredictable, their plan needs to have me, an unpredictable person, as part of it no, <laughs> to destroy them. A, an extremely predictable person because then they don't know what to do with that. And Shelly, <laughs> you are reliable. And that is a synonym for predictable. Okay, so this is this is the point that I wanted to make. I have two more points. My second to last point is going back to that crystal girl. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) Oh, man, I just started doing it. I was trying to silently yawn and you got me right in the middle of a yawn. I almost choked just now. (laughs) Sorry, do you need to cough a little bit? No, I'm good. (laughs) Going back to that crystal girl. She showed up on my Facebook, people you might know, recently, and uh, I clicked on it, and not like to friend her, but just to kind of look, and she is an activist and a mother who seems to be doing really, really well, and I'm so happy for her, and I wanted to like just like cheer her on, but I know that in my heart, in her story, I'm a villain, and <laughs> you know... Rightfully so. I was not very kind to her. But what I was, was someone on a journey. And we are all on a journey, except crystals, because they are already there. They're not (laughs) progressing. Everyone knows crystals can't grow. (laughs) Crystals just appear fully formed out of the ether. They just grow the same. They don't grow different unpredictable but always the same (laughs) no they like they grow in unpredictable directions that's scary and bad (laughs) but they always grow the same way but yeah there's no such thing as like okay i'm an opal and i'm gonna grow more opal crystals but then it's not like okay i'm an opal and you're an opal but we have a different structure we believe in different things we hope for different things we endure many things. <laughs> so how would you answer to like there being more than one kind of opal? They're not the same. They're different and they can't connect and fall in love and then make opal children. <laughs> well, that I is true. I'm having a hard time following your logic today. <laughs> You won't have a hard time following this next logic. It's my last logic, my last point. Fragile stuff is stupid. Thanks for coming to my TED Talk, the end. 
So all crystals are fragile, known <laughs> diamonds, notoriously fragile. <laughs> Anything can be smashed. <laughs> well, well, welcome yeah. to my dead dog. <laughs> it's just Holly on stage with the sledgehammer saying, I dare you, bring me anything. It'll be smashed. <laughs> so that's all my points why you should be anti crystals. And I won't make an ultimatum to you like Julie did. Hers, her cost is pretty steep, and my cost is just like, be a better person than crystals are. Okay? <laughs> Wait, then crystals people or or crystals the the gem? Yes. That seems pretty steep too. <laughs> I don't know, Shelly's a pretty good person. Like I don't think she's going to have to work that hard at it. So, now is the time we've all been waiting for the opinion of the MVP of this podcast, the most vanilla ice podcaster. Girls, I showed my children Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles 2: Secret of the Ooze today, and you know what? They only cared about the puppetry of the Jim Henson workshop. They didn't like the story that much. <laughs> what? <laughs> <laughs> but I did. Yeah. That's a great movie. That is a classic girlo, always rented it movie from our childhood. Did we rent it or did we own that one? We owned that one. Oh, did we? Yeah. And now it's on Netflix. Yeah. And that's how we were watching it. And... And I was loving it. And my kids were like, <laughs> how do they get the lips to move? How is Splinter a rat like that? Is there a person in there? How? <laughs> <sighs> Just enjoy the magic. <laughs> Just enjoy my friend Ernie Reyes Jr., who I was in love with. Yes. Uh, Shelly, what do you think about crystals? Well... First of all, I'll just say I came to this podcast feeling a little sleepy. It's been kind of a sleepy day. And now I'm just feeling like my brain was not ready for all the logic, <laughs> all, all the learning, all the logic, all the laughter. <laughs> just wasn't ready for any of it. And now I feel very confused. <laughs> I mean, just trying to picture a crystal almost overtook my, <laughs> the capacity of my brain. <laughs> I gave you like 10 examples. You did, you did. But then when Holly said, close your eyes and picture a crystal, I was like, oh no. <laughs> I will say that I have known that Theo is a crystal lover. And I do know that when we went to the Smithsonian and went to the crystal room, Theo almost lost his mind. <laughs> like, literally running from, like, display to display. Like, can you believe it? Even though the Hope Diamond, he was unimpressed. That's because, you know what, it's not very big. That's and you true. don't find big ones a lot. <laughs> That's true. You know what? I literally thought that the Hope Diamond was the same size as the baseball diamond from the Great Muppet Paper. <laughs> <laughs> That's quite a big diamond. It is not. Yeah. It is, I mean, big for a diamond, but you're right. Like, later on in the museum and we saw just like a big hunk of like crystal he was like yes <laughs> so i like theo is what i'm saying <laughs> and uh there are so many kinds that is pretty great i mean if you don't like one flavor like a diamond so boring you could go you know something else and there are so shiny that's about as much of that song as i know the words of. <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> they are good for metaphors I I think the 
crystal clear is pretty much the only one I can think of, but it's a great one. You can use it for so many things. <laughs> what about crystal blue water? That's something that people say. Yeah, and calling someone sugar. I'd never thought of that as calling someone a beautiful crystal before, but, you know, it is. <laughs> <laughs> you could call somebody all kinds of crystals. Yeah. Snowflakes. <laughs> um, salt. <laughs> You're so salty. That just means you're very crystalline and regular, but also irregular. (laughs) And unpredictable in a very predictable way. (laughs) Rihanna used it, but in a simile, not a metaphor. Shine bright like a diamond. That's true. So, So, I mean, so yes, crystals have so many uses. And I am going to use that as a way to counteract Holly's point of that they're not very practical. (laughs) Because... I would say that, yes, there are some crystals that are just for beauty, just to look at. But I would also say that there are actually a lot of uses for crystals. (laughs) I mean, diamonds are used on drill bits all the time. (laughs) Lasers are made with crystal parts. Uh, Watches that use quartz. Like, a lot of things are made with crystals. <laughs> I'm just going to say that. <laughs> I, that I, I'm sure there are more examples of practical things made with crystal. Like, crystal glassware. <laughs> well, that's not practical. That's bougie. Well. Quartz countertops, kind of I mean, a glass is cr- practical. <laughs> like, if you can drink it's, out it's of it. It's useful. It's useful. I don't know, guys. I am rebelling against the bougie lifestyle in 2020 also. I, not that I'm picking <laughs> up that <laughs> it's happened my whole life. But yeah, I, I can't think of anything that I need that has crystal in it. <laughs> um, I, I, I have to say I do not own that much crystal jewelry. <laughs> um, I think most of my, my jewelry is made of metal or plastic uh i've got a diamond ring two diamond rings three diamond rings my wedding ring and my my wedding ring and my engagement ring that's it and i would say those are pretty useful (laughs) yeah you got to to ward off all the boys who are chasing after you constantly oh and that's happening all the time (laughs) haha um (laughs) Also, I have also named girls or known girls named Crystal. And uh, I remember the Crystal that was Holly's age in elementary school. And I do remember that I I remember Holly not liking her. (laughs) But I I, I also knew Crystal Castillo, the one Julie mentioned. She was my age and she was nice. (laughs) And then I knew another girl named Crystal later and she was fine too. (laughs) <laughs> so, so I'm not gonna avoid people just because their names are Crystal. <laughs> I I don't have to hold my sister's shame in my heart. <laughs> I am not my sister's shame's keeper. <laughs> As for being unpredictable, <laughs> I guess yes. In a way, like if you're seeing like crystals growing like in a cave, they are not perfectly uniform in every way, shape, and form. But they are also known for their reliably being crystalline. <laughs> their shapes are pretty regular. So I that's this point really threw my brain for a loop. <laughs> I, I mean, unpredictably, 
and also then later being predictable and boring. <laughs> this, this is hard for my brain to wrap itself around. And also for being fragile, again, I would say, yes, there are probably some very fragile crystals. However, I would say that's not a universal thing because not every crystal is very, very fragile. I'd say there's some strong, stronger than yesterday crystals. (laughs) You know, can I say something about fragility in items? Sure. This is a platform I've been waiting (laughs) for. I didn't. I'm really excited to hear what you have to say. This is the platform I've been waiting for. <laughs> okay. I think stuff that is fragile is stupid, and I don't understand why people have fragile things in their lives. Because why not just have things that are sturdy, and and you don't have to be careful around, and you don't have to, like, put behind a, a china cabinet. Not behind it. In it. <laughs> put it behind the china cabinet. It's so fragile you can't even look at it. We have to put it behind the cabinet. And I just don't understand it. And that sounds like a me problem instead of an everybody else problem. But I wish everybody else would get on board and that no fragile stuff was in the world. Thank you. (laughs) What about what about light bulbs? Uh, You know, I um I do like a light bulb, but I will say that uh, you're not really having to interact with them that much. They're pretty rare. I see. Good point. <laughs> um, I I guess on the on the uh, idea of fragility, yes, I would agree that as someone with a child, I do not have a lot of fragile like decorations. <laughs> I do not have tiny glass sculptures all over my house. <laughs> it didn't take children or having children for me to feel this way. By the by, uh, this has been a lifelong journey. That continues on. <laughs> I'm glad I know that about you now. <laughs> Next time I have you for the sister Christmas gift exchange, I won't get you that that fragile snowflake crystal statue I was going to get you. Fabergé <laughs> egg. <laughs> I guess what I'm saying is I like crystals, I think. Hooray! <laughs> A, they're, they are useful. B, they are beautiful. C... They're nice to look at, especially in like a museum where you can see like a bazillion different kinds. That's great. I like that they come in like all kinds of shapes and sizes and colors. That doesn't scare you. No, I'm not scared, especially if they're behind glass at a museum. I know they can't get me. (laughs) (laughs) And I know and I always know that there are some hiding behind those cabinets, the ones that are really fragile. (laughs) So I know there's even more than than science lets on. <laughs> science is just waiting to destroy that. <laughs> yeah, like it's fine. Like people who like crystals for their healing properties or whatnot. I mean, whatever. That's fine. You do you. I'm not gonna probably have like a giant beautiful crystal thing in my house, like a crystal chandelier or something. It's probably not gonna be in my daily reality, but I think they're pretty, and I like to look at crystals, so I, I guess, like, maybe I need to now go get some, like, crystal jewelry or something. Show my love. Maybe I could get you to talk to that girl from elementary school and be my, like, envoy and say, hey, I'm really sorry. 
Good job. <laughs> Say hi. This is my favorite thing to do is talk to strangers that I sort of remember from my childhood. <laughs> Let me talk to you about a past confrontation that <laughs> that you maybe had with someone I know. <laughs> okay. I'm emotionally fragile. I can't handle that. <laughs> Well, get out of here. Holly can't stand it. <laughs> I would say that my my emotions are like a beautiful crystal, multifaceted and fragile. <laughs> and not practical. And not practical. <laughs> I agree. <laughs> Shelly, thank you so much for telling us your opinion on crystals. And thank you again to Lindsay Reed for starting off the year of the submission with her submission of the topic crystals. If you want to submit in the Shelly gang, you should go to our website, shellyhasopinions.com, and you can go to our contact page and contact us there or contact us on social media. We'd love for you to tell us what you think Shelly should give her opinion about she does not check social media, and therefore <laughs> you are super safe to do so. I just want you to just say this. Submit to us. Uh... <laughs> I really am tr- I'm really trying to be better than I am, than I was. And I feel like I've probably said submit to me slash us a lot in my life. <laughs> I not in so many words, but yeah. <laughs> My actions speak louder than any words I could ever say. <laughs> but uh submit to us for sure. So next we are going on to our segment. What's your name? What's your name? What's your name? What's your what's your what's your name? And in the segment What's Your Name, I bring a name generator that I found on the internet to my sisters and tell them what their names would be. This week's name generator is the summer holiday nickname. I'm doing this because we are starting off January, the dregs of winter. And I have been growing up in Southern California, as did my sisters. I'm not really a winter girl. I don't really know what a winter is. A winter is sometimes raining, sometimes a little bit during the day. That's a r- winter to me. <laughs> <laughs> but now I live in Utah and it's snowing and and God help us everyone. Or what is it that Tiny <laughs> Tim says? He's- yep. <laughs> God help us everyone. <laughs> what has God wrought? <laughs> Merry Christmas. Vaya <laughs> <laughs> con Dios. <laughs> Holly's favorite phrase. (laughs) I'd forgotten about that one. (laughs) So, girls, what I'm going to do is tell you your summer holiday nickname and then have you tell me which summer holiday suits you best. Technically, this name generator is from a British publication, so they're talking about just, like, you know, the summer holidays, like... The months of summer where vacations are taken. But we're just going to use it for our American purposes. In order to do this name generator, you have to have two things. One, a month you were born. And two, a favorite color. Luckily, I know both of those things about you both. 
Ho, ho, ho. Ho, ho, ho is not a summer holiday. I said, oh, ho, ho. (laughs) A pirate's life for her. (laughs) (laughs) Not yo, ho, ho. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, ho, ho is special Julie branded. (laughs) On all the hoodies in the barn. (laughs) So we're going to go backwards in age. Uh, Julie, you are first... You were born in August, and your favorite color is green. So you are the sassy queen. Oh, oh yes. This summer, 2020, you will be the sassy queen. And what over what summer holiday does the sassy queen rule? Well, I'm going to go for Pioneer Day because that's what uh, the <laughs> one I thought. <laughs> the, the sassy queen is the... The Sassy Queen is the Grand Marshal of the Pioneer Day Parade. Pioneer Day is on July 24th, and it celebrates when the Mormon pioneers arrived in the Salt Lake Valley of Utah, and it is a pretty regional holiday. Like, <laughs> very regional. <laughs> everything closes down in Utah, and except for the businesses that have to interact with other businesses in the world and country. So my husband has to go to work, but some husbands and wives and single people don't. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, so Julie's the Grand Marshal. The Sassy Queen is the Grand Marshal of the Pioneer Day Parade. Shelly, you were born in July, and your favorite color is orange, and you are... The Cheeky Ruler. (laughs) Which summer holiday suits the Cheeky Ruler the best? It has to be something not real, because I feel like it would be disrespectful to be cheeky on a real holiday. (laughs) (laughs) Is Arbor Day? Well, I know that one's real, but what are holidays in the summer? Oh, no, I'm freaking out. (laughs) My brain is shut down. Flag Day? Is that the summer? Yeah, it's July 1st or something. Just, yes. Oh, yeah. Canada Day? I know Argentine independence is in the summer. (gasps) That's the one. Be a cheeky ruler. (laughs) I'm the cheeky ruler. Uh, (laughs) The Argentine Independence Day, which is July 7th, (laughs) which I guess is winter down there. Does that count? <laughs> That's why it makes me so cheeky. <laughs> I claim it as a summer. <laughs> I love it. That's perfect. But not as perfect as mine. I was born in March, and my favorite color is red. I'm the nonstop sofa lord. What? <laughs> the nonstop sofa lord. All right. Never stopping lord of the sofa. The nonstop <laughs> sofa lord. Right. Are there any sofa-themed holidays in the summer? No, but the summer holiday that suits me best is Saturday mornings. Saturday mornings in summer, the nonstop sofa lord coming to you live from the sofa, never not on the sofa, always on the sofa, Saturday mornings <laughs> in the summer. <laughs> so, yeah, that's Cheers. That's- yeah, cheers. Cheers to all of us. And and Shelly Gang, I will be posting this 
name generator, and you can find other ones on our social media. We want to know what is your summer holiday nickname and what summer holiday suits you best, especially if you have the same one as mine. We can rule together. I'm willing. It's so important to me to be better than I was, and I used to be a dictator of the sofa. (laughs) (laughs) Now she's willing to share the sofa. (laughs) Yes. With all of you. Welcome aboard to the sofa. Isn't that what you say? You christen a sofa by smashing some (laughs) champagne on it? Say, welcome aboard. Yes. (laughs) Okay. This has been our segment. What's your name? What's your name? What's your name? What's your what's your what's your name? Shelly Gang, thank you so much for joining us for the very first episode of 2020 of Shelly Has Opinions. If you want to hear some old episodes, Look us up on your favorite podcatcher. We are on Spotify. We're on Apple Podcasts. We're on Google Play. You should be able to find us anywhere. And if you can't find us anywhere, you definitely can find us on ShellyHasOpinions.com. That's S-H-E-L-L-E-Y, HasOpinions.com. There we have all of our old episodes. We also have photographs of all of us, biographies of all of us, and, as I mentioned, a contact page where you, you, yes, you listening to this right now should definitely submit some topics. We want them funny. We want them light. We want them to be stuff that obviously Shelly, uh, that isn't obvious to Shelly. Like our fan Paul, who is so nice, wants us to talk about hockey fights. I keep telling him, Shelly's not going to like those. She will probably hate them. And he's like, yes, <laughs> but I think it'd be funny if you talked about them. Well. Paul, we're not doing it because now Shelly knows the secret's out. (laughs) (laughs) And and Holly knew all along that I would love hockey fights. (laughs) No, I said you would hate them. I know, I'm joking. I'm joking. Okay. (sighs) Oh, we just got into a hockey fight. Isn't that what that is? Oh, (laughs) no. Holly kept trying to pull my shirt up over my head. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, Uh, but that's because you messed up my flying V. How dare you? (laughs) Oh, man. (laughs) Bombay. (laughs) Coach for the lifetime. And with that, thank you, and I love you, and goodbye. Quack, 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 quack. Gosh dang it, Shelly, where are you?